<laughs> well, we're live. I don't know how live we've been. It says, well, anyways. How live? How long have we been? I don't know. It says. So I was just telling the whole world that. So I made I I made tea for Troy and I, and he added the sugar, um, but he thought he gave me enough sugar, but he didn't. So I'm gonna get some more. Will you say hi? Well, hello everyone. Um, let's see. We are still, I'm not going to say on lockdown, but coronavirus is still around. Um, stay at home order. Yeah. What's it called? Stay at home, stay at home order. So we're still at home. Um, minimum contact with other humans. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, times are a little crazy for people right now. Um, like, how do you feel like you're handling it? How do I feel like I'm handling this situation, the whole pandemic? Yeah, I feel like what it's been like. What are we going on? Almost five weeks. Five weeks for you, almost almost four. Well, so just like three and a half weeks for me, I think. Mm -hmm. So almost four weeks. But how do you think you're handling it? Um. Getting it, bored or? I wouldn't say bored. I mean, I have plenty I can do in my house, you know. Um, Which I think that we have knocked out some pretty cool projects, like not, I wouldn't say cool projects, but some some projects that we really needed to, to get taken care of, and we're continuing to do so. I mean, we went through the clothes that we haven't gone through since we moved in this house, so. Correct, almost a year. We went through and organized the basement. Nope. We've done a little bit in the garage. Yep. So we still have like a lot of stuff that we could do, but we would never, we still wouldn't have gotten to it if we weren't forced to be at home. No, we wouldn't not at all. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, like I said, you know, um, you know, my hobby is wrestling. So I have enough DVDs to last me a very, very long time. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, just keeping busy as far as, you know, working with the kids in the morning, um, being available for them when they need me during, you know, afternoons and evenings. And then, you know, yeah, because you still get to work. So for people, so for people that still, well, people should know us by now because we just spent like three or four episodes of introducing ourselves, but I don't think we, I don't think we even told them what we do for. Oh, okay. So back up a little bit. Troy is um, a paraeducator. I always call him a teacher at the high school level. Um, and he, so you work with special education department. Yep. I, I'm a parent in the special ed department. Um, I work with all disabilities. Let's just say that. And then I also work a lot with the general ed on top of being a high school football coach. Yep. But I would also say that I think you work, I think that you work a lot. Well, you work a lot with the general ed kids, but I think that like your specialty is more of the behavioral issue not like like there's so like to me special education is divided into so many different sections mm -hmm. and i think for you um just because you have a specialty because you used to work with at youth risk for years so your specialty is working with people that have behavioral issues um well that's because i was a behavioral problem when i was in school so you still are uh, <laughs> <laughs> 40, 42 yeah. 42 43 42 <laughs> This is the first time in my life that I can't keep your and my ages straight. That's so crazy. Oh, yeah, because I'm only 41. Just remember, you're a year younger. I know. <laughs> I know. So now what do you do for a living? So I have come to the point where I'm a business owner, a small business owner. I own um, my own. Um, I don't want to really call it a salon. 
um, but my own suite of doing lash extensions and permanent makeup. And I also co-own another business within the lash and permanent makeup industry with one of my best friends um, where we teach. Uh, we teach other people. I don't want to say women, but it is primarily women to do lash extensions and permanent makeup. And we're looking into, you know, doing a little bit more with that. But so you're a lash boss. I'm a lash boss. <laughs> yeah. Lash boss, brow boss. Yeah. Yeah. And you're and you're, I know you're biased. You're you're. <laughs> Pretty damn good at it. Yeah, you're biased. <laughs> I've been around the business for a while, so I I, I yeah. see things and. It's... Isn't it weird though? Did you ever think? I never thought of my life. Well, I mean, like I always wanted to go into some sort of cosmetology part of the industry or whatever, but it was always looked down upon, and so I never wanted to disappoint anybody. Um, but, um, you know, my background is like more of the law enforcement type. Yep. And then so. Which you went to college for, right? Yep. But so going into the beauty industry and owning my own business, like it is a dream come true. And it's been like the best thing ever. And see, I kind of followed my background is, you know, child education, um, early child education. Mm -hmm. But you're right. I've worked with I've worked with teens since I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. So working with working with the youth, working with kids, I've even worked with elderly adults at nursing homes. So. I think working with people has always been my calling. So, yep. so for those of you who did not know, that's what we do for work. Um, that's what we do. How are you holding up through all this? I've been okay. Um, you know, if you like, obviously, because of being a small business owner, this is this um, pandemic is affecting me um, huge. Um, it's it's huge um, financially. Um, it's not affecting us, obviously, like health wise, because Thank God all of our family and friends have stayed healthy. So that's not something that we've had to worry about, knock on wood, so far. Um, but I, ever since, like, you and I have been married, we've become more and more homebodies. And it's funny because we used to be the ones that used to run around and do stuff and, like, never settle. Like, it was nonstop from the time we woke up to the time we went to bed, we were running nonstop. And so, um, and I still have some friends that, like, cannot sit still and run. But we have become such homebodies. And so I feel like um, I've been able to take a lot of blessings out of this. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, of course, yes, I want to go back to work and I want to start making money again and provide and, you know, whatever. Um, and I want to go shopping and I want to um, <laughs> go out to eat and I want to like there's stuff that I want to do. But I also am taking away a lot of blessings. A friend of ours was and I were talking when I was on my way to get a kill a lot yesterday and we were just saying like there's so much that um that we can be happy for mm -hmm. in this time where everything is so negative so that's that's been a good thing for and, me and you know that's what i get in my funks every now and then but like on social media i try to keep things upbeat fun because there's so much negative going on and you know and neat you know and it should be you know like 90 percent of people's everything right now is around this coronavirus so mm -hmm. If you can just break, get a, a quick smile somewhere, a laugh or a conversation in about something different, yeah. you know, that's that's what we try to do. So and well, we were able to start this, too. I mean, we've been talking about it for a long time and we've been too busy or too lazy. <laughs> I think that's our thing, too, is like we go to work and at the end of the day, well, it's me in particular. I, I don't know. At the end of the day, 
I'm too worn out and all I want to do is come home and just chill and not do anything else. Um, that was that's like something that's like I need to get out of that. I think during football season is where I get wiped off the most because it's yeah. pretty much running from six in the morning until seven o'clock at night, you know. Um, yeah. But I enjoy every second of it. Um, but this podcast has been fun doing, you know, and believe me, we have a book of topics, you know, that it's gonna, like what we explained in the beginning that's going to hit on a wide range of a lot of things. And topic today is kind of piggybacking off of our last podcast, which is infidelity. So what do you, what, what do you, what are your thoughts on last week's podcast? That was, it was, that was a tough one for, for both of us, but I think especially for you. It was very hard for me. Um, and um, to share it with complete strangers and share it with friends and stuff like that, you know, um, I kind of went out of my little box, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a hard one, but we knew when we got to that topic, you know, it was going to be hard, but, you know, I think one of the healing processes, and we don't talk about it a lot. We might talk about it here and there or, like, comparing what we've gone through with other people, mm-hmm. but um, we haven't talked about it that in depth before. Never. In a, never, like. No. So. And I would, you know, I was prepared for it, and I will be completely honest. Like, there was a couple of things that were brought up last week that really got to me. Um, that I thought that I was past, or like, well, I shouldn't say I thought I was, like, I am past, but it's still, bo- like, coming back to it, it bothered me, and um, so that was weird. And, you know, that's one, you know, that's one of the topics I, I'm not gonna lie, I try to avoid talking about, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. we're in such a good place, I don't want to drudge up no old feelings or anything like that, but you know, this is one of the things about our podcast, you know, um, it's very raw, very personal. And like I said, at the end of it, hopefully people can learn, you know, from the mistakes that we've made, you know, and, you know, just like kind of like our parenting or like me teaching, I try to teach kids from mistakes that I've made and how I've got through it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mistakes that were made, um, we found a way through it and hopefully people will take, you know, whatever small advice we can give them and, you know, implement it into their relationships. Right. So. So I guess going forward with this, so going more general now, what, like, there's a couple different things that, you know, like that I would like to, to kind of dive into with this, because this is such a huge, this is such a huge issue in so many people's lives. Um, whether like they're living with it directly, it's happening to them, like whether they're the cheater or the one that's being cheated on or whether like they're watching, like we could bring it in like as I know you didn't grow up having to deal with this, but there's kids that are growing up with dealing with this or like we can go back and we can look at some of our couple of like some, some of our kids knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, like how it affects the kids or how it affects, like it just like you could look at it from so many different angles, but my biggest thing is, you know, I always I, I always want to look and see like the whys. So why do people cheat? What so like I can look back at like some of my own experiences on both sides and mm-hmm. I think you can look back too, but um why do you think 
why do you, what is it like, cause you know, like you meet somebody and you're super, super happy and you, you like, you're like, there's either, either like somebody's meeting and they're not serious and so they don't care. And so they're like just dealing with multiple people or like you meet somebody and usually two people like really fall for each other. Why doesn't it always stay that way? Because when you first meet in your first, like in love or in lust, I should say, you have like your eyes are for nobody else. Mm-hmm. So obviously something along the line changes. So I always say like, what is it that changes? Like, why isn't it always that? So I know I have my opinion, but mm-hmm. what is your opinion? Like, why do you, why do people cheat? Um, I can't speak for all males. I, I know like, so when you're younger, I'm, I'm going to say between 15 to, to 20, okay? Mm-hmm. Wide range of age, but you know, you're in, you're, you're kind of still in the immature stage, you know? Um, do you think that that many people, like teenagers, 15 to 20, mm-hmm. do you think that that many teen, teenagers are into cheating at that point? I think that's a little young. So I think it gets worse as you get older. It can be two avenues. It can be because I've seen it where people are talking to multiple mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not committed, mm-hmm. but that's not saying someone that w- that's involved with that person doesn't think, you know, they're involved, you know. So there could be a situation where a young man is just dating all these random women. One of the women might think that those it's just those two. So if he's not being honest, correct, then, then that's one thing. Yep. But okay, so but let's just go in. So that's to me, uh, to me, that's kind of a different avenue. So let's go into the point of like you're actually in a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. and then you decide to your your eyes, your mm-hmm. your heart, your brain, your other parts of your body decide to wander to some <laughs> to elsewhere. <laughs> I mean, so let's not even let's not even do like multiple dating because to me that's okay. a whole different topic. You're in a relationship with somebody. That's why I say it. Like I don't think like yeah, of course, younger kids do cheat or whatever it happens, but I don't think it's as big of a deal or it's not as big as an impact as like as you get older. It can. So me working at the high school, mm-hmm. I've seen it happen. I've seen someone completely destroyed. Like they're cheating, cheating. Like they were dating someone. They thought <clears throat> that person was the other person they were dating come yeah. to find out there was someone else okay and the kid was destroyed over the whole thing because they thought mm-hmm. you know it's just those two yeah now i can go back to a conversation that i had with a bunch of the guys a long 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 time ago like when we used to hang out at denny's afterwards yeah and we always had you know one or two young ladies who were like little sisters I used to hang out with us and they one day asked, you know, why do guys cheat? Mm-hmm. You know, like what intrigues them? Like, so we were kind of caught off guard, you know, like, mm-hmm. why do you guys ask us this? You know, and, and they probably saw some of the dirt we were doing, you know, cause they hung out with us. So yeah. we weren't involved with any of those girls, but they probably saw some of the dirt we were doing. So that's probably why that came up. Right. Um, and I just remember, you know, I'm not going to say no names because there was, there, was, there was a few of us, you know, and I'm saying we're probably the time. This is early 20s, or around 20. No, like 18. 
Okay, so we're still so then I 18, went back 19, to the, 18, 19, right, right, right before I met you. Um, and but no, but there was one of the guys who was in a serious relationship though. Mm-hmm. So we thought. Um, and once I started talking, you're gonna know who it is. So he, the, the the topic came up, and for him alone, you know, his whole thing was, well, I'm a man. And the girl who I'm dating doesn't give me oral sex. So I want to go find it somewhere else because the girl who I'm with right now doesn't think she should have to please me. Um, So this is all going to go into, this is all going to go into like what I think I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of like, I don't want, I don't want to say investigating and investigating research, researching, maybe, I don't know. I've done a lot about I've gone I've, I've dove deep into this topic for a long time mm-hmm. and many different avenues and it all comes back to one thing of why people cheat I wouldn't say one thing it's not one topic but it's one thing what sex you cheat no 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 oh. that can be a topic oh okay but it goes into like the whole thing is that somewhere along the line the, somebody that's going out and looking to cheat in whatever type of way they're missing something okay okay so like so then that's what it comes down to it's just that something is missing something that 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 person needs whether it be something sexual mm-hmm. whether it be something emotional mm-hmm. whether it be like it could be it could be anything under the sun yep they're not it's not they're not like they don't it's something's missing yep and so you try to fulfill that whatever is missing with the what the it ends up doing with the cheating or whatever mm-hmm. so like some people cheat because of okay so he wanted oral sex he wasn't getting oral sex and that's something that's obviously was important to him or that he wanted and right and, and when he said that you know i kind of we all kind of i guarantee you that that person has cheated so let's go forward in that person's life i don't know who you're talking about yet but let's go forward somebody's in that person's life i can guarantee you that down the line when he was dating somebody else and that new person eventually was giving oral sex Mm -hmm. i guarantee you he still cheated Um, and it was something different that he at that time was not he it was missing in his relationship you know some guys and like i said i i I, I don't want to speak for men in general, you know. Mm-hmm. I can only speak from, like, guys who I've had conversation with about this stuff. Mm-hmm. As bad as it sounds, some people see it as, like, a game, like, the, like a thrill. Let me see yeah. if I can go talk to this girl. And then it goes from, oh, okay, well, I, I talked to this girl now to, well, let me see if I can get her phone number. To now it leads to other things, you know. But if that person is if that person is truly happy in a relationship, then they don't care about any of that. If you look back, like you look back, let's just say like we look back when you and I started dating and we were super happy and it didn't matter if I was 500 miles away and you were out at the club and this, that, whatever. Nobody could have gotten your attention because you were that like that much and that happy into into me and our relationship yeah but as time goes on and things start to fizzle out like the lust or the new love starts to fizzle out then relationships are a lot of fucking work <laughs> a lot I, of work and, and it's not always happy go lucky times and it's not always this that whatever so yeah so 
I was listening to, um, so you know this, which people will get to know. I love, even though she is a complete bitch, <laughs> Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Um, I remember reading her books years and years ago, and this crazy lady is in her 70s, and she still does radio talk show, whatever. I've had you listen to her. Um, Hunter listens to her, and he's like, oh, my God. Um, TJ and his friends listen. Oh, my God. <laughs> She just whips out on people. But yesterday she was doing um, a special on, well, it started as a special on infidelity as well. And I come, so I was thinking about like some of the things that she was saying. And the other thing too is like men and women look at, look at infidelity differently or look at cheating in a different aspect. And I do agree with this because it still falls under the fact that something is missing. So you go out and you cheat. But then she was saying that um, women look at cheating differently than men do. So like men can go out and cheat and, you know, it, it's like for sexual needs or whatever. Women or how does. OK, I have to remember how she put this. Um, like it hurts us as women. It hurts us more if it's a, if it's an emotional relationship that you're having as opposed to a sexual relationship. And so I took my mind back to what we talked about last week. Okay. And I took it back to the the situation with Erica years ago. Okay. And you said her name again. I didn't say the full name. I said Erica. <laughs> it's okay to say the first name. Um, but um, and last I was saying I was thinking you know what like. Yes, I can get over the sexual part of it. It doesn't like it doesn't mean as much to me in that aspect. What bothered me the most was that there was a relationship formed and like an emotional thing. So like when you sat here last week and you said, oh, well, I felt like I could talk to her or I felt like, you know, I, like I could talk to her and she wouldn't say da -da 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 back or whatever. And that's what got under my skin again last week was it wasn't like whatever the sexual part to me is like well fuck it whatever first of all i'm very confident in myself to know that you can go ahead and you can go sleep with some little 18 year old if you want to but it's not going to be as good as what you're going to get at home <laughs> or anybody else i don't care how old you are um but it was the emotional part that bothered me the most where i think like if let's say i was to go and cheat the sexual part would bother you more than an emotional part. I think me personally, both would. You're a different kind of man, though. Be because, you know, as years have gone grown on, like, you are my go-to, you're my sounding board. Mm -hmm. Good days, bad days, you know. Um, you're the first person who I want to report something to, or if I'm... Yeah. I, I remember... One day at work, I was having a bad day, and I just said, I need to talk to my wife before I lose my cool, mm -hmm. you know, um, just stuff like that. So with me, it would be both. Yeah. Um, normal men, there are some men who totally disconnect when something like that happens, you know. Um, but I'm saying, like, if they were to look at their wife or girlfriend, mm -hmm. and there was a relationship, so there was, like... The sexual part of the relationship is supposed to bother a man more than the emotional part of the relationship. I think, I think it's flip flops for women. I think it's a male ego thing. Um, men pride themselves on how good they are in the bed. 
So if another if a woman goes out and gets pleased by another man or another woman, you know, mm-hmm. it's a strike to the male ego. Um, that I know, like I said, because I'm a man, you know, and having buddies who have gone through this stuff and, you know, chit-chatting with them, that's, you know, ain't no one, can't no one put it down like me, you know, and then as soon as she goes somewhere else, right. it's a whole different ball game, you know. Um, so I see where you're coming from. Yeah, it's it's male ego, like testosterone driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have some men, you know, who are like me, like, that are more sensitive. The, I'm not a sensitive person. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but more <laughs> on like the sensitive level. Or like more on an emotional level. Yeah. Um and it, and, and it and you know what? It it takes some men years to find, you know, that, you know, emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Um you're the only person I've had that with, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've dated girls in the past, and if they cheated, I, I was mad. For the fact that they cheated, but I don't think I sat there and harbored, you know, what what happened. I've been, I eventually moved on. Mm-hmm. Um. So where you, you know, you do your research, you know, you read books about this stuff, you listen to other, you know, radio podcasts, stuff like this, you know. My experience, you know, or, you know, me talking about this stuff is from talking to talking to friends, you know, being involved in conversations, seeing it with my own eyes and stuff like that. Like I've I've seen it where a friend of mine who was always messing around with girls and stuff like that. We go to a nightclub later on that night and his girlfriend. Who said she wasn't going out because I heard the phone call. We get to the club and she's grinding in some other dude. Now they're not making out or anything like that, but just the fact that he saw her, you know, grinding up on some other dude, he lost his shit. You know, was it okay? So that, so that was my other thing too. Is that there's a question? There's always a question of what exactly is cheating? Like at what point? So some people think that oh, I, you didn't cheat until you had actual sexual intercourse Mm-mm. or you didn't cheat until you met up with the person or you didn't cheat until whatever. What, what for you in your eyes is considered cheating? Because for, for that situation, was, was she like, was he already like quote unquote cheating or she because she lied and she went out to the club or was it because she was with another guy or because she was just dancing so if I can recall the situation, it was that they had had an issue with this guy to begin with. So the guy was involved in the whole situation. Yeah, but understand that the guy who I was friends with was already doing dirt, though. Yeah. So. So you can't be a hypocrite. So my whole thing was like. That's the first thing I'll say. And 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 I remember we were coming from like the strip club or something, or mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, he loses his shit, you know, where. Me and my other buddy, our whole night is ruined now because now we have to worry about him. He's getting belligerent drunk. He's arguing with her. And you the, don't have to babysit people. Okay, listen. You and I have this argument a lot. Just like when you're out with your girls, okay? Yeah. Because I've, I've heard the story of Jenny in Chicago during a bachelorette party. Some dude is going off on some other girl, and then my wife steps in. 
that was a stranger. And that had to do with domestic violence. That didn't have anything to do with anything else. But did you have to step in? I didn't have to. I did. Okay. Because and, and, I'm, not, I'm not the person to stand oh. by and let anybody get beat up by anybody else. And I... So then, anyway, what I'm saying is you, like, just like if my girlfriends, if I go out and my girlfriends want to get drunk, I don't need to be their babysitter or their parent and say, oh, you can only have so many drinks or no, you shouldn't get like this or whatever. Now, there's like, of course, I'm going to make sure that my girlfriends are safe, mm-hmm. but they're not being stupid either. But we're getting that's a whole different topic. <laughs> OK, so let's go back, though. When. OK, so at what point do you what at what point is cheating for you? Like, like if you look at your wife and I know, OK, you're a very you will have to wait. You are a very jealous person. You're very jealous. Like I've gotten to the point where I'm so secure in our marriage. Um, and not that you're not secure, but like, like if somebody, okay, there's a point for me. My uh, mouth is open right now. In disbelief <laughs> that she just said that. There's a point for me where I can say, I can say, oh, somebody's like saying something to you or whatever. I can sit there and say, okay, this person, like I take it as a compliment. Oh, you think my husband is good looking? That's compliment. Mm-hmm. Now there's a line for me of disrespect. So if somebody knows that like you're married and that, you know, like we're happily married and whatever, whatever, and they're trying to, to, to make some moves, that's a line of disrespect. But if somebody, if we're out in public and like nobody, like you don't know whoever and they're like, hi honey or whatever, I take it as a compliment. You cannot. I disagree. You have baloney. You I have disagree. A hard time. No, okay, I disagree why? on your end. Why? Cause I have seen it. Now I'm saying you can't go backwards when no. we were not in a good place. We were in a good place. Okay. And what happened? We were downtown Madison and a family friend, okay? A family friend. Okay. A family friend's younger sister came and gave me a hug and you like, I don't think she should be hugging you that long. A hug or sat on your lap? No, gave me a hug. Now the the picture, hang on. Our son is here to interrupt us. Can I do an ASMR? Oh, we're doing a podcast. Okay, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay, so I don't remember this, but that, okay. Uh-uh, 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 you can't do that. A family friend. Okay, first of all, yeah, there are people shouldn't be hugging like that. You know you've hung out with this person before. Okay, so let's take one of your friends. <laughs> no, we're not talking. Comes and just hugs me. For however long, you're gonna be like, oh, fuck that. No yeah. way, you automatically. No, there's it. certain people who I don't care. Right. There's certain people I'm like, they're hugging my wife. I'm talking like in general though. I think for the most part, I am very laid back. You are. And and you'll even be like, oh my God, this person doesn't. And I laugh at you. You're looking for me to like say, get away from my husband. So, and I'm laughing. So here's here's one that so here's one of the things that my wife's talking about. When when we there's there's a couple things. I remember one time we were at a gas station. We used to do a paper route together. And we stopped at the gas station. And the guy working doesn't say two words to me. Sitting there being all chummy chummy with my wife and then has the nerve to say something smart to me because I didn't like put the dollar close to him enough and stuff like that. So that's obviously right there. That dude felt some type of way because I'm with my wife. Okay, perfect example. So why don't you just take it as a compliment? Because he's being rude to me. (laughs) Yes, he was. I don't think he was rude, but okay. (laughs) And I wouldn't say it's jealous, but I, I would say that, you know, I, I do 
I do know, I do know there's a line of disrespect sometimes. Okay. I wouldn't say disrespect. I would say I know how men are sometimes, and men will purposely try to do stuff sometimes. Not saying that they're trying to push up on you, but they may be trying to get a reaction. Okay, but this is the thing where you come, but if you're in a severe, secure marriage or relationship, then it doesn't matter what that man is trying to do because you can laugh it off because you know that your wife is going to be like, yeah, okay, sure. And you, so then that's like saying that you free, you just sit there and say, yeah, that's my wife. You can try all you want to, but that's my wife and, you know, whatever. So um, now the line of disrespect for me comes when like it's somebody that like we know, like we would know, like, let's say like it's happened on Facebook okay. where there's some, um, some female that makes some sort of comment or whatever, but it's, it's over the line that it shouldn't be made or whatever. It's beyond, oh yeah, you know, haha. Okay, so you're making me look bad. I'm not making you look bad at all. <laughs> but where is that line? We because we we, where, we always get off topic. Where's that line for me? Yes, like what is cheating for you? Um we're in a happily married committed relationship. So yeah. I would say and call it what it you want, or people will be like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Any guy that's outside of our circle trying to contact you or you contacting him, yep. that's where, you know, and there's, and there's, you know, there are plenty of guys in our circle who, you know, you can text where I say, hey, can you text blah, blah, blah? Yep. Yep. Can you call blah, blah? Yep. Well, can- you're saying like that's texting that, okay, yeah. Like, okay, we'll take Brandon, Crystal's. Yep. No issue. You know he's not texting to, right. to try to like get right. my inbox or whatever. But yeah. you know, Joe Schmo, who knows, you know, who yeah. who who doesn't really know us, but like knows how to find us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, is in your inbox stuff like that, and then you're responding back. Then that's so that comes back to what we that was one of the big things that you took out of counseling was anybody who doesn't bring anything positive to your circle yep. needs to go. Yep. And so that like, and I do, like, I do know you bring that into, like, you think of that, 11, this has been 11 years now since we've been in counseling. And for 11 years now, almost 12, you literally have used that in every scenario. Yep. And I'm proud of you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I do think that it's anything, anything inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Like if you know that you have to hide it, it's that's what it and, and that's what that's what like Jeff Laura was saying like uh cheating is the very first text message cheating yeah. is the river like if you can't show like if you can't be open and honest with it with your spouse or your significant other then it's cheating mm-hmm. um and so I think that there's so many people out there that don't agree with that you know like I can I mean we went through many many years of god that damn phone and I'm not saying like we haven't even gotten to me I have not been um I have not been miss uh perfect um over the years but I remember um back since we talked about you know the whole situation last week or whatever where like you like you wouldn't let that phone go I was so like I would I don't know I don't know if I want to call it jealousy or just that like I hated your phone because I knew that there was so much bullshit on your phone <laughs> and you would not let it go. Like I would spend my life trying to get a hold of your phone or yeah, to get into I, your phone. I, or I remember one time before, I, 
TJ, TJ was a baby. So in our old house, TJ's room was on the third floor, very last room. Uh -huh. So the baby monitor is on my side. So if he would whine or even, even if he made a noise, I would just jump off the bed, you know? Uh -huh. So I remember one day I jumped up the bed, went up the steps, came back down the steps. I don't think you heard me. And like, you heard me coming down around the corner and you threw my phone because you mm -hmm. had it. And I remember like looking and seeing my phone like glowing. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And you're acting like you were asleep. I was like, what the fuck is that? That, was, that used to cause some of the biggest fights between us. Some of the biggest fights. Um, I remember when like I had found something in your phone or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I some there were some messages between me and Eric or whatever. I don't know. I remember you getting so mad that you took my phone and chucked it out the front door of the house and it smashed in the middle of the street. And that was a long ways to the street. <laughs> well, you're football, so. <laughs> um, but we like the the phones used to cause so many problems and like and I feel bad because phones cause to this like they cause so mm -hmm. many problems for people i just happen to be lucky where that doesn't that's not our problem anymore i have some friends who are happily married and they ha still have the problem and though. no they will not they will the girl won't go through the guy's phone the guy will not go through a girl's phone i haven't i haven't had no. any desire to go through your no phone it's not years. that but like no, i know but i'm saying like because there's such a trust and respect mm -hmm. That there's, it, it's so funny to go from like just that many years ago to go from, I didn't trust anything. Mm -hmm. I, I trusted nothing. I hated your phone. I hated, like, this is how I became, like, I, I started hating street ball because it associated with the cheating and stuff like that. I, will, okay. phone, I wouldn't say it associated with example, cheating. But like your phone, that's like, that's what it was like constantly. And now I don't give two, it's so funny because even you kind of have like, I don't know if I want to say PTSD, but I'll like glance over and I honestly, I swear to God, I'm not, my brain is not even like looking at your phone and you, you accuse me of looking in, like, look, not that you care. About oh my phone, God, but I was like, like, you want to look? I'm not I honestly am not looking at your phone or whatever, but, and I, it's just weird, but it frees up so much of your life too, because like. I'm not spending my life trying to get into your phone and see what you're doing or whatever, but YouTube is um, on your own phone now. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but um yeah, I I don't know. We're so funny because we get off topic so much. I also think, you know, with some relationships mm -hmm. nowadays, there's no getting to know each other. There's no trust factor. When we were younger. We'd spend hours on the phone. Mm -hmm. If it was stupid stuff like, where where do you want a vacation? What's your favorite car? What don't you like? Do you like spaghetti? Just we're getting to know each other. Nowadays it's, oh, I see someone on Instagram or Snapchat. I think they're cute. I want to date them, and then they start dating. They don't get to know each other. Then they start stepping on each other and stuff like well, that. Well, I think that okay. So I think that I think on one aspect you are correct. I think, it, but I, for the most part, I think it's just different. So like I sit and see how much time our youngest spends on FaceTime with his friends, mm -hmm. hours, mm -hmm. like even when we weren't quarantined or I mean, safely at home or whatever, he would sit for hours on FaceTime with his friends. Mm -hmm. um, so I think obviously like you're sitting there talking, like you have to get to know each other or whatever. Um, I just think that 
times are different. Like they're doing it differently. Now, yeah, there are some people that are like, oh yeah, I see this person and they're cute. I want to get to know them. Um, I want to also tell everybody to be extra careful because just because you see a picture on <laughs> social media, how many times, I mean, I would like to go, we should do this. We should play like a game where like we go into like back out into the dating world. I used the stories that I hear from the women, from my clients, it's insane. Um, and you and I have never experienced like the online dating or anything like that. Cause it wasn't around like when we met each other, I did so I've one, never done it. I did one blind date from a telephone thing once. And that was a telephone thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was, so we've never done the online dating. So the things that I hear and from women from, from 20 years old up to like damn near 70 years old, they, it's always the same thing. So it's not just the women that are using filters and doing different pictures. The men do it all the time too. So how, like, how often are those pictures really correct? That's like catfish. you literally, well, people are literally like creating a fantasy. Like you're going to put, this is the other thing too, is everybody, everybody thinks that, okay, just because, just because so-and-so posts this, that, and whatever online, that that's their life. People don't post their real life online. They post what they want people to see of their life. Mm -hmm. It's all smoke and mirrors. So you're going to sacrifice. So this is my thing. You're going to sacrifice what you have for a fantasy that you see. <laughs> like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. <laughs> and then the other thing that was touched upon, too, before, like, I forget this, um, you know, like going out with cheating or whatever is. You know, how can you possibly, how can you possibly, if you took the effort and the energy and everything, the time um, to put back into your relationship to help try to fix that, mm -hmm. that you were putting into somebody else, I bet, like, that's the, that's the whole thing. I always say this is, this has been around for, I don't know how many hundreds of years, but the grass is never greener on the other side. Nope. You water your own grass. The grass is never ever green, but it, like it might seem that way at first when you first are getting to know somebody because of the excitement's there. Mm -hmm. But once you get into the other layers of stuff, the grass is never green. It's probably way worse than your own. But all you need to do is water your own grass a little bit, and it just continues to grow and and do you whatever. do you think people cheat because they want to feel that they still have it? What I mean by it, like do people still find me attractive or, and then once, you know, and once they're found attractive, I'm doing air quotes. Okay. Do you think that starts leading to other things? I feel from a woman's perspective. Okay. I feel that as a woman, if I need, to, first of all, as a strong independent woman who um, is in a healthy marriage, I don't need I'm very confident in myself. Mm -hmm. I don't need anybody else's approval. Um, I feel attractive with you as it is. I feel well, attractive, you're, you know, whatever. You're, you're fine as hell, so I mean. <laughs> well, I'm glad you think so. <laughs> but um, I don't, I personally don't feel as if I need anybody else's. I don't, I don't need that acceptance. Or I don't mm -hmm. need that that verification that I still have it or that whatever. Um. I have that with my husband. Mm -hmm. um, now, other women that are very insecure, I could see them doing that, but you don't need to, you, you, oh, okay, you definitely don't need to sleep with anybody to have that, mm -hmm. to have a justification. But if we're talking about cheating starts from like from the very first message or whatever, you don't need that. Um, are there people out there that, that, that look for that, that attention? Mm -hmm. 
Of course, we see it every day. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I personally don't think that maybe that's why people cheat. I, I will always go back to my, to my thing is that there's something missing in that relationship. So maybe, maybe their, maybe their partner isn't giving them the attention that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it could be something, it could be something really little that they're missing. It could be something huge that they're missing, but you got to take the time to work it through with your partner instead of taking that energy outside of that relationship and, and getting the attention or getting that, that from that, from somebody else. And like what I like, my advice would be to males would be, you have to tell your significant other what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. Now, there are rare cases like, and my wife hates this, um, where she will say, do you think I should wear this? No, go ahead, wear what you want to wear, you know, because if I say you look good in anything, you look good in anything, you know? So sometimes my wife gets frustrated with me because she'll be like, shall I wear these shoes? Now, if she gives me a choice of some Air Force Ones or some flip-flops, I'm gonna say the Air Force Ones, mm-hmm. even though she likes to wear her flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, talk to your woman and tell her what you like and what you don't like. It could be something as small as you don't like mushrooms in the spaghetti. It could be something as big as, you know, something in the bed. yeah, you you don't do this well, right in the bedroom. And, and as a woman, like women want to make sure that they're pleasing their man just as much as a man wants to please a woman. I don't think I've ever come across a female that that doesn't. I don't, I've never, me personally, I've never not wanted to make sure that like my husband was, was pleased just as much as myself. And if I wasn't doing something that you wanted, then yeah, I would want you to come and talk to me. Can about you please it. make me more chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> you know the deal. <laughs> so just so everybody knows. So if I, if you guys ever hear joke around about the chocolate chip cookies, is that <laughs> Troy and I have this underlying deal that, um, <clears throat> If I make him chocolate chip cookies, then I automatically get sex that night. <laughs> because I hate making chocolate chip cookies these days for years. I don't know why. I've just I don't like baking or cooking anymore. But I do it, but I don't like it. But um, yeah, that's the deal. And so he knows that if a batch of chocolate chip cookies has come out, he knows that he has to he has to bring it on that night. <laughs> now that's not the only time that it happens, but that's you know whatever. So it's a joke. But anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, gentlemen, my advice to you before you even get that itch to step out or anything like that, talk to your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, or whatever, your significant other, whatever it may be. And sometimes that sometimes that conversation is hard. It's very hard. So I remember, I remember Tyrese Gibson, the singer, mm-hmm. talking about, what he would do when he had to have an uncomfortable conversation with his, I think now wife, okay. he would get in his car and text her. Yep. Um, There's been many times that you and I have like texted or like messaged, DM'd each other or yep. about something. So I, I laughed about that first. And I was like, well, damn, you know, there's some things I'd rather just talk about, you know, because sometimes for a text, you don't get the feeling, you know, yeah. you, you may, the person may be like, you know, whatever. And you may think they're yelling at you or, you know, For sure. so if but it you, starts the conversation, it, it, 
it's it's an icebreaker. Yep. You know, I would say if you can have that face to face. Yeah, it may get uncomfortable, you know, especially if you're in a situation, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to make everything sexual, but going back to my friend, if you want oral sex, you know, and you approach. So here's my question then. Had he, okay, so did, had he talked to his girlfriend about that? Uh, I I don't know. I think so. Like, was it an argument? Like, I, I, she just I, didn't want to do it? Because you've also been in this position in the past. One of the funniest things I've ever laughed about in my life. But <laughs> Go ahead. Tell them. Go ahead. They're not going to find it as funny as me. Go, but. <sighs> but so, but seriously though, do you remember, like, did he talk or did you, okay, let's put, like, you can put yourself in that position and I don't care. I'm like, okay, we're talking about one of your ex-girlfriends, but like, did you have that conversation with her? Like, did she know that, that you liked that and that would make you happy or she just never did it and you just didn't say anything? Um, you came and talked to me about it. <laughs> And see, this is exactly what we're telling people. Like, don't, like, you don't take, of course, you and I talk about everything. We, for years, we've talked about everything. But, um, so, and we're married now, it's a little bit different. But, you know, back in those days, like, you should have talked to her about it, which I think you probably did. So, what I. She was grossed out. That's the whole thing. She said, no, I don't. By any man. Yeah. Yeah. So, she just wouldn't. She was very, she was very young, though, too. So, you know, me being the person who I was during that time, I was like, ah, you know what? It's going to change with me. No. And what's going to change with you? That she would give oral sex. Oh, like over time she would. Yeah. Because some women do are like that. Mm-hmm. So nope. Never happened. And I don't, I don't think, I think my, I think that was my friend's problem too. Like he had, I think he had approached her or they may have got to an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, He said something. She's like, nope. And then, but you remember, too, at that same time. So when you were going through that, I was in a relationship, too, that whole time that you and I were in a part. And my partner at that time, he uh, he wouldn't give me oral sex from, uh, like, on a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that can be a huge deal. Like, for me, that's something that I like. So it's a huge deal breaker for me. So that goes in the application? Well, I don't, I'm not. This, this <laughs> goes down. <laughs> we're not accepting applications anymore. <laughs> I have the perfect employee. <laughs> okay, we we will get on sex stuff <laughs> on a on a completely different podcast and. But I mean, like I remember having conversation, like like I had to let it be known that that was something that I that I enjoyed, and he I don't remember like I know eventually like he told me that he just didn't like to do that or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I personally don't think he ever did it before, so I, I think he was kind of nervous or whatever, but. Um, yeah. And so my question is, let's say you have that talk. Like I said, it could be anything that you might want changed, you know, mm-hmm. um, it could be like in some relationships, you know, the man is the dominant one and the woman doesn't have a lot of say so. And the woman comes to the man and be like, Hey, I want, you know, a little bit more say so and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't budge, then what do you suggest they do? Do you suggest they break off the relationship or do they try to find some mutual ground or? Yeah. For like, in my, my opinion, anyways, I think that that is really, there's no right or wrong answer for that one. It all depends on what exactly that the the situation is Mm -hmm. and how important it is to to somebody. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you and I, like, 
so we're very open about like this is all our whole podcast is mainly about like us being open or whatever mm-hmm. so there are times where like i need to come to you and it could be something as little as the garbage taking out the garbage <laughs> and this is the conversations that we have had <laughs> if i come to you okay well we can take last night for instance that i came i came back in the house and like there was a couple things that i i had asked which so me and you and I have gone through this. I don't feel as if is as if I need to ask you to do anything around here. Okay. My thing as a married couple is that this is this is our home, and you know what needs to be done just as much as I know what needs to be done. So I come to you, and if I sit there and say, "Hey, babe, like I need I need you to help out more around the house." You know what needs to be done. You know whatever. I just I, I don't want to be because this is where the nagging starts to come in. Like women, the, on a woman's perspective, like. Okay, stuff is like they're not getting helped with with like stuff around the house. They start nagging about it. And I'm just as much at fault too. Like, but I don't nag as much as like I just get pissed. <laughs> so I come in last night and I'm pissy about it. And then it explodes into a huge fight. And which was ridiculous because I didn't need to do that. Whereas like To my defense, we, I was playing video games with both my sons, so <laughs> but I mean so like, am I going, am I going to leave the, am I, I going to leave my marriage because you're not taking the garbage out as much as I want you to, or you're not washing the dishes as much as I want you to, or whatever. That's not, that's not, that's not big enough to me to be like, okay, you know what? Like, if this doesn't change, I'm going to fucking, th- this is over. Mm-hmm. No, that's not. But I do think that nobody should sacrifice their happiness. Correct. So if it's something and like i said it's different for everybody so a different like the garbage might mean something completely different to somebody else than it does to me Mm -hmm. um but if you're sacrificing your happiness for something then absolutely you you need to if they're not willing to to work on that and to change that then you need to make a different decision um because it'll eventually lead to cheating i guarantee it yes and no it all depends what exactly that happiness is. What do you mean? So let's say you were a huge Coke user or something like that, okay? And Coke, I can't. Drugs, Coke? Yep. Okay, because I drink a lot of Coke. Oh, God. <laughs> if someone. Okay, we're talking about drugs, okay. If someone has a sponsor with Coca Cola or have a hookup, please have them hit my wife up because uh, the amount of Coca Cola cans we have in this house is ridiculous. Um. But uh, let's say someone is just using Coke, heroin, whatever, okay? So they're an addict. And you come to them and say, hey, you know what? I really love you. Mm-hmm. I need you to clean up or I have to go. That addict, that's their happiness, correct? I wouldn't say that it's happiness. No. Okay. It's an addiction. An addiction is not happiness. Like, is it like a short-term, like, is your short-term fix maybe happiness? Could be, maybe not. Um, I think it a lot of times depends. It depends on the drugs, and it depends like it just that's that's it. I wouldn't say that's happiness at all. Okay, I, I was just asking like. Mm-hmm. But or, you're saying that like they would choose that like they're gonna choose the drugs over their marriage. Correct. Yeah, then you're not gonna sacrifice like you're. So are you gonna walk away from it? So you can take me like okay, we've dealt with addi- my addictions. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple times. Mm-hmm. And so had I not stopped. Is that something that would you walk away from this marriage because I decided not to stop? 
I don't um, think you would. No, I wouldn't walk away, but. Would it be sacrificing your happiness? Yes. Okay. So then um, you should walk away if I didn't. It, it's sacrifice. So like I said, it, I, I'm wired different. Sacrifice my happiness because you are a person who makes me happy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So seeing you in an altered state or a state where like we can't go out having no fun. Yes. That's, you know, that's taking away my happiness and stuff like that. But. You're willing to work on it. I'm willing to work on it. And I'm not willing to give up, you know. But that's working on it. Okay, so that's this is a whole different thing, though. That That's, you wouldn't sit by and just be like, okay, you have sat by for you. Okay, so, um, and we will go into more of, like, my addictions um, in another episode. But just so everybody knows what we're talking about, I was, um, I was prescribed pain medications for many, many years. And I became addicted to them. And so you dealt with that for many years. And I think the big thing, the underlying factor was that because they were prescribed, I was supposed to take them. Even though we know I was taking them more than I was supposed to, you knew that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, oh, Jenny needed medicine, you know, like whatever. Did If that, but again, like, yeah, if you're sacrificing your happiness for me not to make a change, then you, then I would expect you to to walk away. And I'm saying that in my own marriage. Now, if I'm trying, like if we're working together and I'm trying to, to make a change and you've come to me or whatever, then that's a different story because we're trying to work through it. Mm-hmm. But, you you know, like you have somebody that goes, okay, so again, let's go back to the garbage or whatever. I come to you and and want more help from you with the garbage and it because it's, it's my happiness is being sacrificed for this and you're not willing to do anything, then, yeah, I would need to walk away. If it's that big, like, and I'm not saying that the garbage is that big of a deal for me because it's not. I'm going to take somebody, the garbage out more. <laughs> I'm just trying to give an example. <laughs> I don't expect anybody, man or woman, to stay in a marriage where they're not, they're not happy. And that other and their spouse or significant other is not willing to work to, to make the situation better. So if you have, if I had you as a husband and you were like, I'm not doing shit. You can go kiss my ass, whatever and whatnot. I've said that a few times. Not, <laughs> not where you meant to like that. I'll say that. But, but no, seriously though, um, nobody should, nobody should sacrifice themselves like that. Very true. Um, and that one thing I've learned from you, you know, and this is where we agree to disagree. You know, mm-hmm. you always say you can't make anyone else happy if you're not happy yourself. Mm-hmm. Where with me, I, disagree, yeah. I I find happiness within my family. You know, if everyone's smiling and laughing and having a good time, and you know, and Christmas morning, you know, everyone somewhat getting what they're getting, or you know, just stuff like that, I'm fine. You know. But yeah. do you see when you're unhappy, what it like the chaos that it brings to the house? Mm. I see when I'm not happy the chaos I bring. So I think when you and I are not happy, we're two different people. Um, you shut down. Me, I get mad. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes I distance myself. And then what happens when I distance myself, then I become an asshole, you know, because everyone's used to me being very huggy, lovey-dovey and stuff like that. So when I started distancing myself or becoming very short answers with people, which I've. You I've, do that more at work. 
You do that more like, oh, wait. They like haven't witnessed. House, you get more angry. They haven't. No one's witnessed that at, the, at almost oh, one time at work, a little bit. Um, but um, I lost my train of thought. Mm, happiness. Uh, I'm happy. <laughs> um, I know we've like gone off on different tangents all well, night. Well, but see, like the whole thing is, you know, it's. But if you weren't happy in this marriage, you would. Um, I would find every damn way possible to to try to fix it. Try to fix it, and, you know, and people need to understand, you know, to fix things. Sometimes you may have to compromise, and sometimes you may have to meet. 50-50, and some things you may not always... Now, meeting 50-50 and putting it 100-100 are two different things, you know. You are right, yeah. You know, when you, like... Okay. Even though my wife is not a huge drinker, she might want to drink sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a drinker. I'm against drinking, for the most part. You drive me nuts because of it. But I have to meet her halfway sometimes, because... She might want to have a, um, sex on the beach or something, you know, loosen up, have a good time. You know, that's where sometimes you have to make a little bit of a compromise because it's not life threatening, mm-hmm. you know, and it's ultimately making the other person happy. So, like, if you have a if you have a man or a woman who plays video games too much, try to find that in between point where you're like, OK, you know what? I get it. As long as, you know, there has to be a cop on both ends, you know, there has to be a compromise, you know, my wife doesn't get sloppy drunk. Well, she did a couple of years ago, but, you know, she tried to hide it, which she didn't think I noticed, but <laughs> I know these things. Um, but yeah, you got to try to make that compromise, you know, some making that compromise also helps relationships, you know, because that's showing the person that, you know, I'm willing to do what it takes to make you happy, you know, and not that it's not making me happy, but you know, I I, I kind of you know I understand it. So well, I mean, every relationship is always about compromise. Like the whole relationship is compromising. You cannot be in a relationship and have every single like everything your way. Like that's just not how relationships don't work like that. Yeah, because I can't. Two people come shit. together and you have to. I compromise <laughs> a lot. Little shit. Um, but so I was thinking too. Um, I mean, I know that we talk about cheating. Like, do you think that Oh, what was my question going to be? I forgot off the top of my head, but um, how do you, like, how do you think that, how do you think situations should be dealt with? Like, um, it's so hard to really, like, dig it. It's hard to have this kind of, like, an episode on a podcast and not have people like to call in. Right. To talk about this. We we did have a couple guests that popped up on the screen, but they had their mics muted. So. Oh really? Yeah. Because like I would love to have people ask questions and be able to answer and whatever. You know, like just before we went on lockdown, um, I have one of my clients that came to me because there was some infidelity in her marriage, mm-hmm. and she came to me because. Um, she knows about uh, about us and our marriage. Mm-hmm. She knows that we've gone through stuff in the past. And I have a lot of people that come to me. And I know that you have a lot of people that come to you. I think you have a lot more younger people. But I have, like, adults and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and it's just, like, it's devastating. 
infidelity devastates and all i don't care if it's a text message or if it's all the way like into a, a full-fledged relationship mm -hmm. it's it's devastating to them and you know I, I you know and and people don't get it twisted you know it, it's devastating on both ends especially if you genuinely cared for that person mm -hmm. to see the hurt that you put that person through you know so you're saying like that like you're you're talking from like the cheater perspective yes you know, some, and you know, I'm from some people like, whatever, you know, I, I, in that situation, they don't, they're not really into that relationship. Right. Though. But you know what? Sometimes I think it's a front though. You know, I, I, I see people's Facebook pages, you know, and I, on one aspect, they're like, oh man, you know, I ain't going to never fight over no girl, never get mad with no girl. Then, you know, a couple of days later, man, I, I wish I wouldn't have done this and so on and so forth. Like stop trying to be such a hard ass, you know, and you know, but to me, there's a big difference between being like in a marriage or a huge committed relationship as to being like, okay, I'm just out here dating. Mm -hmm. There's a huge difference with that. I mean, oh, I still think if you're just out dating, like you shouldn't be taking advantage and like cheating. No. If you're out and you want to date multiple people, be, be honest. upfront and honest with the people. Yep. Give that, give those women or men a chance to be, to be like, okay, you know what? I'm cool with dating for right now, you know, and that you're going to be dating somebody else. But, um, so overall, infidelity, how do you think people should, and we probably answered this, but I'm going to ask you again, how do you think people should deal with this, you know? So I think that, I think that before anything, is like before you start to wander, mm -hmm. I think that you need to really take, take note and to say, um, you really think like, are you really invested into this, into this particular relationship? Is it something that, okay, like, um, if you are having the feelings or the notion that you kind of like, okay, you know what, something else has caught my eye and this person could, this person would make me really happy and have warm fuzzies and blah, 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 blah. Um, are you really willing to risk what you have? I mean, really, really think about not having that person. Um, going back to yeah like if i would if something else was going on like for me or whatever mm -hmm. and i sit there and i'd have to look and say am i really willing to risk not having troy in my life and and not having the the life that we have together or whatever i'm not willing to to, to make that to, to take that risk or make that sacrifice i will not um and so because i'm not i deal with i deal with the stuff that drives me crazy <laughs> um <laughs> i come to you and i mean and as i'm being honest about this i come to you about stuff that bothers me mm -hmm. some stuff is just petty or whatever and i just i'm like okay i need to get over it now if it can continue continues to occur right that's something that i address with you uh -huh. um there are things that i there's there's things that's hard for me to come to you about um that yeah i'll start the conversation out with a text message um just because or maybe there's something that like i know is going to set us both off mm -hmm. and so you know what instead of that i will i'll send you a message and say we need to talk about blah 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 and so like it gets us thinking and be like that way there's like no fireworks going off and so we have time to settle down and think about it and be able to go into a conversation or it. i'll call you right away like okay what's going on <laughs> right. but um i think after the fact um, so let's say that cheating has occurred. Mm -hmm. um, you're saying you're saying where to go yep. from there. Do you? So people will look at us and be like, "Well, you guys repaired your relationship." 
And some people think like we've had people that there's people that have told me that I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. And then there's, but there's more people that admire me for, 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 for where we are today. Um, and for sticking through it or whatever, um, you need to decide if this again, okay, is this a, is this a situation that you're willing to fight for and never sacrifice again, I'm going to say five million times over again, you never sacrifice yourself for your happiness. Um, if this ever, if our situation, like, let's say like the situation ever happened again, Mm -hmm. that we went through before, I would, I would never go through it again. And I'm not saying that because like, I don't feel like our marriage isn't worth it or whatever, but I've gone through it with you. I've like, we've been there, whatever. And I'm just putting my limits down of, I will not do that Mm -hmm. again. Um, it probably would probably, it probably close to kill me if it ever happened again, just health wise or whatever. Just like I've saw my, my own grandmother go through an infidelity issue at what the age of like 80, 81. Mm -hmm. Um, and it literally killed her. And, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to fight for that marriage, that relationship after that person cheats, this also needs to happen. Okay. Once you guys start healing and fixing Mm -hmm. the one thing, and this is, you know, the one thing that's the, yep. Mm -hmm. Don't be like, well, because I did this and this and this, because that didn't make it sound like it's for like selfish reasons, you know. It, it doesn't sound like you're, you know, you fought. It happens a lot with people. It, it does. I've mm-hmm. I've seen it happen, you know. Yeah, well, because too. because of me, this and this and this, and I, I, whoa, you know. So. And you like people, you have to forgive, mm-hmm. but you don't ever have to forget. Like I forgave the situation. Well, I'll never forget it. I try to. Well, it's not anything that we could ever forget. That's just like the bottom line. But, but it also has brought so much good to like going through that. Like I said, in the end last week, going through that has brought a lot of good to our, to our, to us. It took us into counseling that took us into like, a, like it, it, it became a line of a lot of good things. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you are dedicated to, to fighting for your marriage or your relationship and that other person is, is, is on the same page and wanting to, to let that cheating go and mm-hmm. whatever going forward, moving forward, you have to move forward in a positive direction. You can't hold on to the grudges. You can't hold on to, like, I don't think, I know that there were times where I would be having a hard day and I would just tell you, you know what? I'm having a hard day today. Mm -hmm. And you knew that I was having a hard time with something or whatever. And so you would give me a little extra love or you would give me my space Mm -hmm. or you would, you know, whatever, or, you know, you, there was a couple of times where you'd be like, you know what, do you want to talk about it? No, I don't really want to talk about it. I just am having a hard time today or whatever. Um, but never, I don't think another, I don't think I ever once threw it in your face. Mm. When it was still going on, I would. It got thrown a couple times, like, after everything, you know, I think it was, I, I think stuff, we were over it, but things were still kind of raw. So, like, if we got to an argument, it might have got thrown at me a couple times. But then I also had to step back and be like, well, the reason why she's saying it is because of what I put her through. Because so, I really did try hard. Oh, no, I didn't to say. Never, to never do that. No, I, and, and it wasn't a lot. Yeah. I, I, I say maybe two, maybe, maybe three times, you know. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, you know, I would have to check myself, you know, and I would have to understand that, you know, mm-hmm. she's frustrated, she's irritated or whatever. And and then I had, you know, the second time I was like, you know what, she doesn't mean this. She's just mm-hmm. um I think a lot of it is a maturity level too. Mm-hmm. You know, or like how much like because there are a lot of people that I do, like there's people that I do hear about or see that it's like, oh, okay, well, I, I did this because because you fucked this blah, 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 or whatever. And to, to throw it in the person's face or to like justify their fucked up actions, mm-hmm. whatever. And that's just such, I don't care how old you are, that's a, just a huge sign of immaturity. People still do it though. Oh, they do it all the people, time. And, it's... But, and I'm not saying, and I remember the other thing too with this is that I remember you and I getting back together and we went, we used to go to, to a health club and at that health club, like you, for some, and I don't even know a lot of people here back then, but I knew that such and such cheated on this person and this person's <laughs> wife was now with the, with the, with their best friend and yeah. this and whatever. And I thought to myself, I always thought that, I always thought that cheating would get better as people got older. Like, mm-hmm. in, you know, like you see married couples and like whatever it never gets, it never, like, it never goes away. Like mm. I just said, my 80 year old grandmother was cheated on. Um, and though I think as the older, like the older I've gotten and I've, I mean, I, I've seen it more and more, or like, I don't know if it's like when people hit their forties, like I see, I have, there's so many like divorced women in their forties. Um, that I come across and it doesn't matter how old you are. It still happens. It, I, it all, I, I really think that it all comes back to something is missing. Well, one of the, one of the huge things that's probably missing is communication. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like something, something that needs to make that particular person happy mm-hmm. is missing. They're not getting something that they need from their spouse or significant other. So and yes, then they have the lack of communication and then it leads to the cheating. So people, what you need to do is try to keep, I think our spark is still lit, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't think our spark will ever go out, you mm-hmm. know, um, I'm just, and I'm just that end of my wife, you know, I'm, I love her story. You know, I, I love what she's all about. I love her drive, you know, this is beyond, you know, like, how much I love my wife. There's so much that, you know, that's about her, you know, fun loving, great mother, great wife, you know, all my friends like her and stuff. I mean, that's when you, when you, people understand this, you know, and, and when you have your parents who say, nope, that girl ain't Jenny, <laughs> something, you know, you 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 have to know that you know that's that's a special woman you know so i know there's parents who get into it with their you know the in-laws get into it with the you know whatever but if there's that special connection you know you you fight for that you stand by that person you do right by that person you know and you know i think one thing that we've gotten better at outside of our home, if we disagree about something, mm-hmm. people don't know that we disagree, you know, mm-hmm. they, we will stand up for each other and then we get back in the house. Hey, I didn't think that was cool, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we work on that a lot though. 
Yeah. That's that's one thing that's difficult for us. And it's not that, okay, so for me, it's not that I'm trying to argue with you. Yeah, it's it I'm the only person that can calm you down. Like if you get worked up, like if something pisses you off, get worked up or whatever, I know literally I'm the only person that can calm you down. I think the kids, mm. I think the kids can. I, the kids get you going crazy half the time. <laughs> um, so then, and you, and the same thing happens, like you'll try to calm me down about something. And then I, like, I know like I'll get mad at you because you're trying to calm me down. Like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we've worked really hard on that one um, to show or like my big thing is if you are if you're mad at me about something and we're out in public, nobody needs to know that you're mad at me. I can't stand that shit. That's something I've now that's something I've really had to work yeah. on because I'm an emotional person when it comes to that aspect and you gotta tell me, yeah, fuck off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, nobody needs to know. That's the thing. You always keep your you when you're in a relationship, yeah, you gotta keep you, you gotta keep your business as your business. Yep. Nobody else needs to know that, and that also opens doors for others to come in, like you know, coworkers. Um, oh, so and so, she's you know bickering. Oh, you're bickering with your husband. Well, why don't you come and talk to me about it? And I can be, you know, like it leads into so much more. Like mm-hmm. it always does. Or a friend, you know. Oh, well come and talk to me or what's going on or whatever. Well, that friend, like there's like a lot of times there's ulterior motives. You've got to keep your business to your business yep. or have like a one or two people that you can really confide. Yeah. In. That's what I'm saying. You, you'll know who genuinely has your back. You'll know who genuinely wants the best for you because they're, they're the same people who will call you out on something. If you're doing something wrong and they're the same people that praise you when you're doing something right. Um, We've gotten a little long-winded, you know, with this whole conversation. Uh, the bottom line is, infidelity is not cool. Um, it's easy to say, don't do it, you know. Um, if you get that to the point where you feel that you something's not right, talk to your significant other. you got to have that conversation. If it's through a text, an email, or face-to-face, have that conversation with that person and try to work the stuff out because... You know, nothing good comes out of it, you know, nothing good. Um, Heartbreak. Yep, heartbreak, pain, regret. Um, Before we end, you got this book over here. Well, we can do that another time. We can do that next time. So, okay. But I would say it would be kind of cool, like, if anybody has any kind of, like, comments or questions or scenarios, DM us, and we can. No, DM her. Don't DM me. We have, it. we have it on our Facebook page, you weirdo. Um, you can you can direct message us on our Facebook page. And be, um, it would be really cool to get some input and then go off of, because this kind of, this podcast tonight was kind of all over the place, I think. Um, but like, if you're in a situation or if you have like something to say or whatever, or a question that we can kind of compile some different things and talk about them. Or if we miss something and like, if you've been through a situation, how you dealt with it, you know, yeah. um, if you want to share the story, you know, we won't name you, you know, we'll no. just say, Hey, you know, this is, we came across and stuff like that. So, you know, anything that you guys want to share with us is absolutely great. So um, hopefully everyone is holding up with this whole pandemic and hopefully, uh, you guys are enjoying your stimulus checks. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. So hang in there, people. 
hopefully we'll all get through this. No, we will get through this and we'll be barbecuing and boating and all that stuff within no time and uh, communicate. Always communicate with your significant other. Anything else you going to say? That's it. That's it. All right. Peace. Peace.